0: Up the top stars from Hollywood and from all over the world to entertain you on a giant screen with a few, colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. show showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. The are driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. Please to bring you our Fifi feature presentation. Presentation. Yo 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 yo! What's going on, everybody? Welcome <laughs> to the drive-in speaker box. I'm um, your host, Bo, the boom operator, and that's when you say thanks. Oh yeah. yeah,
1: I'm I'm <laughs> slick doggy the grip. I was just still getting so tickled by yo 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 yo
0: uh, yo. You know, we're, I'm having fun over here on yeah. the uh, on the sound box. Uh, it's 2022. It's a new year. We're we're Hold back. On. We're um.
1: <laughs> Vince coming in with the weeb sticker emote.
0: Oh yeah, we got some new we got some new emotes uh, that that Vince has already discovered. He's one of our tier tier three or whatever subbers. There's there's another one in there somewhere, I think. I don't know if it got approved, but um, there's I was I was busy. Sometimes I feel like we needed a weeb emote. Yeah,
1: you're gonna get hit with it a lot. No,
0: I bet I'm not. Um, We'll see, we'll see. But anyway, uh, it's 2022. I figure we needed some new stuff, so. if you're listening or are viewing, uh, thanks for the, the hey, resub, yeah. um, Vince. We've got uh, some fun treats for the guys down on Twitch. But if you are listening to this uh, in, a, in an audio-only format, you can always join us live. Hey. And uh, you can always join us live We're on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube Live every Monday night, Central Standard Time, 8 o'clock p.m., and uh we sit here and talk about movies so welcome to 2022 you guys driving speaker box here we go
1: we can get some of our own up and comers and subscriptions
0: oh he he unlocked the other the other emote there it is the the up and up and comer emote um got got all the all the driving speaker box goodies if you've been watching the show for a long time you'll uh you'll you'll get some of those speaker box isms and some of these emotes will make sense so um yeah, I was I was up here. I was really bored. Uh, I was I was putting away Christmas decorations because you know, uh, pinpoint here in Northwest Arkansas, it's my it's my bar downtown. Um, we 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 had several seasonal changes. We went from you know Halloween in October, then in November we went straight into Christmas in mid November, and then we just ran out of that. That the last week after Christmas we converted over to New Year's, so we did like a whole blue theme and everything. And I've just been up here a lot, so I made some emotes. You know, gotta do what you gotta do. But anyway. Welcome to 2022. Um, Last week, I didn't really get a chance to see any movies in the theaters because we'd seen them all. Yeah, our local theaters didn't have anything new except
1: for that new uh, Michael B. Jordan movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was it. There was a Hindi movie, but... um, Didn't didn't, get a chance to see that? No, I didn't have the uh, three hours... Carved out in the schedule to go. Well, watch Well,
0: I, I did manage to with this free time uh, over the over the holiday break because because now that it's after New Year's, I got I took a couple of days to close the bar and you know we're cleaning and I'm uh, doing some reorganization. But I, I was like, you know what, I got some time to watch some TV, so I watched all of season four of Cobra Kai. Now I'm mad jelly. I just got to start it. I didn't get to finish it. Well, well, you, go, you always got to finish it. You don't you don't finish or you don't what is it? You don't start something you can't finish. Uh or what's the what's the Cobra Kai way or Eagle Fang way or whatever it is? You're not very Eagle Fang, Jake. Um What are you talking about, dude? I'm badass. I drink coors very johnny lawrence it is very johnny lawrence yeah um you're you're stuck in the 80s uh yeah (laughs) uh let's see vince said over on Twitch, he goes i wanted to tell jake the fathom events is not canceling the betty white 100 day bash in fact i think it's probably going to be the biggest thing since sliced bread someone posted
1: today that um they had in their hands the the like people magazine or whatever that was the hundred birthday, birthday uh, issue. And that's sad. Because she, she passed 18 days prior to 100. <laughs> uh, so, 99 years old. Uh, years young. Yeah. Uh, right after she had made her statements about how, yeah, like, Ryan Reynolds never got over her, and she was still hot shit and, and all that stuff, so... I'm pretty uh, sure,
0: like, I don't know who or, or, or if anybody had documented Betty White's last words, but I'm sure they were pretty badass, like... You know everybody everybody that exists i think that has access to media knows that betty white died we don't really have to like report this breaking news you know um yeah it was it was a sad day because it was like on new year's eve man and yeah i was like hey
1: welcome to 2022 guess what
0: (laughs) the most beloved old lady in the history of old ladies dies um you know it was um Oh, Vince says it was her late husband's name She wanted to be with him That's very sweet last words That's pretty badass last words, I'd say um, But Betty White, man, you know she, you know, We don't need to go down a long laundry list Of her incredible career Because it started in like the 40s mm. um, You know, she had her own TV show She was kicking down doors Like pushing envelopes ever since You know, the 50s Like this lady was a pioneer in every sense of the word And, um, you know uh, I think officially awarded like a long time she was she was awarded the, the hardest working woman in Hollywood. Um, she's been doing it for an eternity. And uh, you know, she was 99. It's not like one of those things we could go, oh my gosh, you know, how did this happen? It's like, well, she. she she's almost a century uh you know that's pretty in, insane that she was even upright uh and and until her 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 death i mean she was what was the last project she was in um, like i pulled up her imdb a little while before the show uh and yeah i mean she was in a tv series uh short like she voiced the character in 2019. Like, like, geez, lady. Um, yeah, she was still
1: doing appearances and and uh, guest hosting and things like that after that. So
0: yeah, she's she's uh, a beast. G, uh, Sam over on Facebook says Gene Hackman has to be protected at all costs. Um, yeah, wh- wh- what's Gene been doing these days? I've seen old Gene, Mister Hoosiers. Um, Gene Hackman. What was that movie he was in with Will Smith? And it was like Will Smith was enemy of the state. Yeah, enemy of the state. But there was another really good Gene Hackman movie um, where I can't remember the name of it. But he was a um, he was a audio technician, and he I think it's called like the tape or the the sound guy or the the somebody in the comments going to Google it faster <laughs> than I can coming this holiday to the theaters near <laughs> the you. Sound, the sound yeah. guy. But it's about those dude that like record something. And uh, The Conversation, yes, he did the remake of The Conversation. That's what it is. He recorded this Conversation and was like, oh, shit, this is intense, intense stuff. And um, he's wanted for this, like, information that he has. And it's actually a really good movie. Gene Hackman did a great job in that. Um, thanks, Vince. I knew one of you guys would know. Um, but, yeah, you know, Betty White, pour one out. Um, I don't have... I'm out of brandy. I didn't re-up my brandy, so um, just have a sip of ice water for Betty White. There you go. Betay. Oh, man. What did you guys do for your New Year's? I mean, what what did you do for your New Year's? Like, oh, man. I, uh, I didn't even know. I drove out of state
1: to uh, pick my girlfriend up from an airport uh, to rescue her from living out. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, for real, uh, which she did, and it was awful. So uh, I did that and then came home and tried not to fall asleep before uh, midnight and then passed out promptly at 12.04 a.m. Happy, yeah.
0: Happy New Year. Um, you and then know, I woke
1: up the following day to watch uh, the Harry Potter thing since I didn't stay awake uh, long yeah, enough
0: my, to... My, uh, my, my family watched that. I didn't get a chance to see it. You know, um, I I I was I was a little hesitant about it because I, I was afraid it was just going to be you know just two hours of member berries. Um, I mean, in a way, but uh, it's it's a lot more in depth than that, and
1: there's a production value to it more so than other uh, reunions. Like they did the Friends reunion for HBO Max
0: as well, mm-hmm.
1: and it was um,
0: they rebuilt the perk or something.
1: Yeah, or? not quite the, the same level of interviews and production
0: value kind of—I mean—it just made me want to go to Universal Studios again. Like you know, it's been a long time since I've watched all the Harry Potter movies, kind of from start to finish, because um, there's just so many of them. You know, like Star Wars—you can you can knock out three movies in like a weekend. That's not a big deal, but. Um, you know uh, Harry Potter That's an inv- that's an investment In time And um, I haven't done it In a while And maybe 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 if it gets If it starts to get chilly again I'll, uh, I'll pop those suckers In the DVD player Just Because physical th- media Just skip the first two Start it right. Prisoner I of Azkaban like the fir- I like the first two Yeah
1: But Prisoner of Azkaban Where it starts to get good Oh yeah Of course That's the badass one Yeah Because then you get All the cool professors
0: But you don't see like Wingardium Leviosa You don't get to all those Like <laughs> classic You know Hermione tiny liners you don't you the like the cherubic hairy face where he's like fascinated by everything even though like the whole movie it's like how fucking fascinated can you get by magic by well, the that's seventh true. movie
1: yeah if you skip the first two movies you don't get to see richard harris be dumbledore and he he was dumbledore um, true. so yeah i mean i guess there's that but you know you know still
0: Anyway, uh, Harry Potter world pretty fun. Universal Studios. I know you don't like leaving the state for any reason, but if you ever get to go to Universal Studios, it's it's worth it. It's a bunch of fun. That and the and the uh, the mummy ride. Oh,
1: I've watched all the videos of people trying to use their wands to do the things in the windows. Uh, and nothing ever responding, and it costs you like 100 bucks to get a wand with the reflectors to make it do it, and they just don't respond to it hardly at all. It's kind
0: of like one of those like sh- shooting things that like Opryland used to have, or like Silver Dollar City has, and the like, mine car deal, where it's just like a light gun, where you'll you you know you'll hit no. like, a, a milk can and it'll go, show away! And, you know... <laughs> No, uh, I watched a YouTube video of these guys that tried to uh,
1: do it without spending the 100 or $120 they charge you for a wand capable of doing it by just putting different reflective material on the ends mm-hmm. of other things, and um, you you have to, it reflects the light back at the thing, but it You have has, to have the magic. You have to do it in a certain pattern for each one. It shows you which one to do, but most of them were unresponsive either way, so... Oh. As you would assume, it of
0: Sam says he's not a fan of Harry Potter, and something's wrong. Like if you if you don't like Harry, I mean, it's 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 so timeless. Like Harry Potter is so it's good. Yeah,
1: I was too old for the books. Um, I still read them. Yeah, I never did, uh, but I got into it outside of it, like reading all the wiki pages and like the uh, the lore pages and stuff like that. Uh, because I didn't. It took me a while to get into the movies too. Until one day, I was watching. TV. I think they they had one or two of them on TV. I was like, well, that's kind of bad. I think the,
0: the, uh, you know, for someone who doesn't want to really jump into the books, like the audio books, man,
1: the audio books or dope. you can just pop in Wizard People, Dear Reader, uh, and watch the a first good, movie it's that a way. Good
0: introduction to the first movie. Yeah. I think even Sam and uh, over on Facebook would would really enjoy uh, Wizard People, Dear Reader. But anyway, it's the same
1: guy that did uh, Chicago, Illinois on uh, Mm -hmm. Cartoon Network, Mm -hmm.
0: and Professor Brothers on
1: YouTube. Didn't he used to live here in
0: Fayetteville? He's from Fort Smith. Yeah, I remember I used to have friends that were friends with him, and they were like, he's so funny. I was like, sounds stupid to me, and then he becomes famous.
1: Whatever, dude. Professor Brothers is really funny, (laughs) and Wizard People, Dear Reader, is the best.
0: Um, But on to the the news, now that we've... That's on HBO, right? Yeah. HBO, okay. Uh, not a whole heck of a lot of news coming out this week. Um, There was one bit of news that I thought was really, really interesting because it's new year, 2022. Uh, new year means a new batch of public domain. Um, entries into the public domain and most of the time these kind of go under the radar because it's like old stuff that nobody really gives a shit about but this year was a really interesting one because Winnie the Pooh is now uh, re-entering public domain because it's just so old however you know I mean uh, you know Disney has had exclusivity on this character for a very very long time. Um, so now you know the, the the Winnie the Pooh, the character of the stories, are entering the um, the the public domain. I believe Disney still has control and ownership of the likeness of which you know our modern day Pooh bear that that we know and love, uh, or you know whatever. I don't know if we we all love him. I'm, I personally am more of an e- team Eeyore guy. Oh yeah, Eeyore uh, is my dog. Yeah. But um, you know, uh at least I just know that the Disney lawyers are sliding down a wall crying about it. Yes, they're well, and, and 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 that's what I was getting to is Disney is trying to figure out a way to hang on to everything that they can. You know, I mean, it was in I, I want to say like 1961 is when Disney acquired motion picture rights to to, to Pooh Bear, um, but you know they, they've uh, they've still got kind of a controlling, you know, uh, visual look to it. You know, we they did the what it was in 2018's live action what was it Christopher Robin was mm-hmm. the name of that one that um, made a bunch of money, and you know Disney doesn't want to let go because this is a lot of money for Disney. But uh, ha ha Disney, and I'm I'm happy that the the, the Pooh can dude. That means we could like do. Winnie the Pooh segments on driving speaker box, like we can while make our own little shorts, we could poke it while the fire's still hot. We could do our little uh, oh, ball the, and then we could that do was it. really good. Thank you. I do a good. I do a pretty good poo, and I do a pretty good your. I the, the the thanks for noticing me. I'm like that's <laughs> yeah. he's the best. He's yeah.
1: like Eeyore, Why are you trapped in a river?
0: Mm. I don't know. Well, I. I guess I don't have anything better to do. <laughs> like he is, uh, Sam says, I kind of look like Rue. Like the little obnoxious kangaroo kid. Oh, well, I guess, I guess that's better than looking like Piglet or oh, Rabbit. A ra- rabbit was a dick.
1: Uh, he just, he was particular about things that it's everyone like, else. Stay out of my vegetables. Yeah. And you're like,
0: fuck your vegetables, dude. Everyone else. You only want the... the
1: carrots in the woods were just real buttholes that didn't care about anything I mean Eeyore clearly didn't care about squat
0: no he didn't and, care about anything
1: and Pooh was hyper focused on himself and yeah, honey
0: he's just this hedonist lazy son of a bitch like rolling no in going, pants
1: Honey, yeah, <laughs>
0: just doing the laziest shit, and then Tigger was like this crackhead that was just running around trying to get everybody in on his dumbass schemes, mm-hmm. um, and which means he he didn't care about anybody either. He was just like, no, 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 this is about me, 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 and uh, And then he'd like bounce around. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess Owl, no, Al didn't give a shit about anybody else uh, either. He was just like, y'all are all stupid.
1: Yeah, he kind of observed from above and was like y'all are a bunch of screw-ups. Yeah.
0: Man. Well, now we can all write fun stories about the 100-acre wood. and uh, Publish them. Yeah, we could publish them. Uh, Lisa says, Does this mean I can sell the image of Pooh Bear like as an artist? I know Disney was suing Etsy artists over fucking handmade Christmas ornaments and such. Yes and no. So here's the deal with when usually things slide into public domain like that. You can create a likeness of winnie the pooh but you cannot do the disney likeness of winnie the pooh so speaking of which we have we have a mutual friend who has been in copyright battles with the university of arkansas uh, over piglow which piglow is not a university of arkansas razorback it's a different color he just happens to be a he's a pig he's not a he's not a warthog or a razorback he's just a pig that is into sports and is a different color red, and uh, but the University of Arkansas can't stand it, and they want to sue him, but they they don't have any legal grounds. But as long as you change it up, it can be Winnie. You can even call it Winnie the Pooh. Um, just it just can't look like the Disney Winnie the Pooh. So give him a purple shirt and maybe a different Pantone like tan orange or whatever that he is.
1: Even things like that. I mean, if you draw it yourself. Um... And you can prove that you drew it yourself and didn't trace or, or copy. Uh, they can't say anything like this. Look, this, here's Disney There's stuff Powerline. right here. Yeah. And this is not Disney approved at all. I got Powerline and Max Goof.
0: Be stand superman. up to copyright infringement yeah yep. it's gonna be like that timbo sippy says george can't stand you um sam says nobody's guarding the earnest likeness There are some mini bootleg items on etsy well i mean it depends on the popularity of the item if you're trying if you're trying to make a career out of bootlegging um don't go after the big boys uh you know there are there are there are low-hanging fruits down there that you can you can you know m- make find niche nerd markets you know what um, i mean burn yeah like us and you know find find your target audience of people that that are not going to go report you to buena vista home entertainment or you know sony or um sony goes out and finds
1: it though they have all their robots that's that find youtube if you play two seconds of a sony music group song we've
0: done it as a test here and we got the whole video blocked.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, you mean the one where you played the trailer, and I said, "Hey, this, this is a bad idea. Don't." It's shown, Sony's going to shut us down. Like two days later. Oh, so we did. Sony was like,
0: "No." We got an email like that night. Mm-hmm. Um, Sony does not mess around with that crap.
1: Yeah, back in the days of the producer. Yeah.
0: But um, but yeah. So anyway, to answer your question, uh, Lisa, y- you can use elements from um, those things, um, but just be. Be careful, um, and don't make it look too, too Disney. So, yeah. Winnie the Pooh uh, Bear. What else was in the news? Um... Man, there wasn't anything else that was just, like, really striking me as a ooh-la-la I need to report about. Because it's it's January. It's a new year. Everybody's focused on that. Everybody's focused on the holidays. There's no new movies coming out. Like, the only new movie coming out in theaters this weekend is The 355, which is, like, Charlie's Angels in a weird parallel universe that they're all from different parts of the world. Um, There's
1: a lot of names in it. It
0: has a bunch of huge names. And, I, you know, it's, it's a... When a top-secret weapon falls into mercenary hands, a wild-card CIA agent joins forces with three international agents on a lethal mission to retrieve it, while staying a step ahead of a mysterious woman who's tracking their every move. Directed by Simon Kinberg. It's got Jessica Chastain, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, Diane Kruger, Penelope Cruz. It's an all-star cast of Who's Who, Badass Lady, actresses that are going to just shoot guns and heist them up and um i mean it's just heist movie um i'm not a big fan of um heist movies for heist movie's sake i do enjoy a good heist movie but i don't like these world ending i don't like i I don't like high stakes heists i like low stake heists like a casino or a bank or you know a a corner store or you know going even lower and like breaking into you know some old guy's house where he's supposed to have a bunch of like antiques that are powerful or something um but he's blind and you messed up and you messed up and then you get like a get basted um let's get basted dudes um (laughs) bro, you're so basted right now uh, you know I, I, the, like movies where it's all like the the world hangs in the balance thanks to these five people that are not really qualified to handle this task um is is always a little ridiculous for me. I mean, kind of like the a team like if the a team wasn't the a team like the a team movie was fun in a way that it was just because it was the a team. but if they were to make that movie with not the a team and just be like, the action dudes, I'd be like, this movie's freaking stupid. Um, <laughs> well, Vince
1: says it reminds him of a female Expendables they're gonna do called the Expendables. <laughs> uh, I really hope that that's not a real thing that they had planned to do. Uh, <laughs>
0: oh man, yeah. Um, the Expendables again. Only the, the the first one was good, but the subsequent ones just got a little.
1: Ooh. What are you talking about? The later ones got Jean-Claude, where he was a evil man, and then they had uh, friggin'
0: Harrison Ford show up and do stuff. Oh, I know. It was chock full of cameos, just like Cobra Kai, um, and the cameos are fun, but the content wasn't. Which brings us to Cobra Kai, which we should probably talk about. That's a show that works, the, the, the flavor of the cameos keeps keeps you wanting more, but the content is so well written that by the end of it, you're like, God, give, give me another season of this, like, cameos, cameos are like, are like the, the you know, sh- the sugar, it's not good for you, you know, but you like it, you crave it, but you can't sustain yourself on eating only Snickers, you know, or milk duds. Um, they're delicious, but you got to have something else. you got to have those vegetables. And um, Expendables just doesn't have any vegetables. It's all candy. And, um, you know, name a vegetable. What do you mean? Except for how old those dudes are. And that's
1: Chuck Norris, and he kills people, and he goes, because cool. he's Chuck Norris, and it's awesome.
0: Uh, uh Let's see. Sam says the B guys, and then Vince says that was a real thing. Elisa says that many washed-up cameos feels like high school reunions where the jocks relive their football stories. Ew, that sounds like a, a nightmare. <laughs> Snickers, challenge, Snickers 22. challenge 2022. It's not too
1: late in the year to start right now. Right now. Live off Snickers only.
0: There's a hunger inside you. Uh, wasn't Betty White in a pretty good Snickers commercial? Um,
1: Oh, uh, one of those, You're Not Yourself? When yeah,
0: you- I think so. Um, man, it all comes. Were they like to Betty playing White. football? Yeah, and yeah. and then Betty White comes out. But 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 uh, I just finished season four of Cobra Kai, and you know uh, to at least comment about like washed up cameos. Like Cobra Kai is so full of cameos, but whoever this writing team is behind Cobra Kai is so self aware of what they're doing, and manages to write such an endearing and um, I, I you know. It's it's such an approachable storyline that you know none of these people have fantastic abilities, but they're in these ridiculous situations that the show even acknowledges how kind of ridiculous the premise was. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know how everything was decided on a karate tournament, and then you watched the first episode.
1: Yeah, I got started on it. Yeah, because they the the character that is the cameo uh, for the for the season. He uh, he's like man. The 80s was a totally different time. Don't you know how stupid it was for us to be like that back then? He's like, I was hopped up on coke all the time. I was doing crazy things. And I took it all it, out on a teenager. He's <laughs> like, I terrorized a child. And for what? A martial arts tournament? That's crazy, dude. That's so stupid. And then he's like, well, think about it. And then he does think about it. And then kicks stuff. And he's like, I'm back in.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's and, so good. And and but, but, but the show does these fun things like that to where it goes, okay, we're going to acknowledge you know that that we're we're playing off of a story of which you know it happened in a brief moment in time and it got stretched out into three sequels but now we're trying to flesh out a world where this might actually happen in but we have to understand that this is kind of doesn't really work in the real world.
1: (laughs) Like, all the time, LaRusso's wife just comments on how stupid it is. Every season, she's, like, the voice of real
0: life. She said something to Daniel in this season where she goes, um, (laughs) she's like, are there any more, like, Cobra Kai people from your past that are going to come back and destroy our homes? And he's like, no, I... But no promises though, you know, and you know. Well
1: she's like a child got through our window (laughs) (laughs) and they look, it's like boarded up. It's like it's kinda cool they don't just write off stuff like that, that they're like, Hey, remember, this happened, this is a thing. Uh in season three had great cameos with like Chosen and um, uh, 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 Elizabeth Shue.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know there there are some other uh, pretty fun cameos in in this one. Of course, the big one is the return of Terry Silver from Karate Kid Three, um, which is you know not a great Karate Kid film. But my God, I didn't realize how great of a villain terry silver was in those movies and still is and uh i i was pleasantly surprised at how they tied it together and one of the things that cobra kai does really well and this is you know going back to the thing that we talked about with spider-man and with sonic and now you know with cobra kai being one of those things where they kind of listened to the internet they listened to the fan base and like if we're going to make something that our primary demographic is the fans let's kind of play with these ideas that they've been kicking around for a lot longer than us executives who didn't give a shit about it until five minutes ago did um, and you know they're like playing with the story which was the internet meme of like oh yeah Daniel's the jerk and uh, Johnny was just the innocent bystander and so they took that idea and then put a really talented team of writers around it and flesh this thing out and it's still rolling but one of the things that I like about this show is they like any good I, I don't even want to say, like, uh, Shakespearean drama. You know, if you want to talk about why Game of Thrones was really good and, and received so well by audiences, it's because every bad guy had a likable side and every good guy had a despicable side. And it made every, you know, I think we're we're entering a, in, a, in a time of storytelling where it's okay for heroes and villains to have... You know, good and bad aspects, and I think that's more real and it's more likable. And Karate, the Karate Kid, Cobra Kai universe, which I hate using that word, it does a great job of like you kind of sympathize a little bit with Terry Silver, you sympathize a little bit with John Kreese and with Johnny and with Daniel, and you know even with that one episode with Chosen, you're like you know I mean you you sympathize with Chosen a little bit in Karate Kid too, and then you you go again in in Cobra Kai, and even though they're making decisions you disagree with you're like okay these people are human these are these human characters and it makes it a little bit more engaging
1: the way they do crease is actually really good uh because in the in the build up from seasons you know two three in this one they have him where he's yeah he's like a despicable butthole man because he's the bad guy in the movies and then it's like well there's a reason for he suffered through nom this is what he lived through they show flashbacks like oh man you know he's just He's a product of an environment. dude and yeah. all that stuff, and he's just trying to make it because survival in Cobra Kai was the way. And then he goes right back to being just a super butthole. <laughs> so it's like he gets to go back and forth and he's like, redemption? No. Nah. Yeah. Which is so good. Uh and, and works so well. And he just manipulates everyone around him and you're like, ah, oh, this guy is truly wicked. He yeah. is.
0: John Kreese is not a nice man. Yeah. Uh, Cobra Kai is great. It's a good show. Um, And also, I I checked out The Witcher. Um, I finished season two of The Witcher. Um, You know, it feels like season three at this point. Um, I felt like this season dragged a little bit. I'll give you a little rundown of my my Witcher journey. You know, Henry Cavill absolutely crushes it as... as, um, Geralt of Rivia and uh you know he he's really invested in this character said he's he's down for the 7 season arc that they want to do he's just he's he's on board but i feel like the first Season of Witcher captured something really interesting and fantastical about this world that, you know, uh, did have a lot of swords and sorcery, because sword and sorcery is hard to do. I mean, I talked about it a little bit when I was reviewing The Wheel of Time first season, where the sword part's always easy. The sorcery part is always difficult to, like, adapt to screen because it just looks so stupid a lot of the time when you're you're doing magic. Like, magic just looks weird when live-action people are doing it the more intense the magic the more stupid it looks and the more checked out i become um but the witcher somehow managed to like reel a lot of that in and 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 make it kind of cool by i don't know uh, probably borrowing um heavily from the video game adaptations of the novels and how the video game managed to you know, use and, and, and visualize magic in that world. So they had a lot of stuff to go off of, um, which, you know, the wheel of time only had a really bad first person shooter game in like the nineties. It was like doom. It was really bad. Did you you ever play wheel of time? Mm -hmm. Anyway, my, I had a buddy uh, named Richard who used to play, he was a big wheel of time fan. He would always play the wheel of time. His computer was fast enough to play it and, uh, it, it, it wasn't a good game. So, um, in retrospect, I'm not jealous anymore, so take that, Richard, and your cool, fast computer. God. He actually came and visited over the holidays. I hadn't seen this guy in years. In, uh, now you are. Yeah, I'm talking, talking shit on him. He, he he lives in, like, I don't know, the Middle East somewhere, working for an oil company, pff, making all this money, and I'm sitting here doing a podcast. I, I need some alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah I mean the Witcher it, it, it's fun it's it's I didn't think it stuck the landing as good as season 1 you know uh still very fun watching it um you know it, it scratches the itch if you if you want some sword and sorcery if you want some monster fights if you want to see a that, you know yeah uh, the bard come back and sing another fun song um it, it does all those things but I I was having difficulties getting through these hour-long episodes I wish that you know I feel like some of these shows don't have to have 55 minute episodes um Drew says The Witcher 3 is in his top, top games of all time. Like, The Witcher games are fantastic. Um, You know, again, really good adaptations. I think it's because the games are not, the books aren't based off the games. The games are based off the books. And now the movie is based off, or the, the show is based off kind of both. And I think that that's mm-hmm. why it's working. Um, well, and uh, most people have only played Witcher 3.
1: Uh, it Now on GOG, you can get access to all three of the games so far. Uh, so you can actually go back and play the original Witcher game on a modern PC, you can also play Star Trek Armada, which was one of my favorite games ever, uh, and I've been getting to relive that thanks to uh, GOG. Is it, so
0: is that like one where you control fleets or? It's an
1: RTS. Yeah, it's like Age okay. of Empires, but Star Trek. It's super bad. Did you like build ships? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it has a storyline that takes place after Deep Space Nine. And it has the voices of J.G. Hertzler. Dude,
0: after Deep Space Nine, that's like an intense time to be alive in the Federation. Yeah. Like, yeah. you wouldn't. Ooh, dang.
1: Yeah, it has the uh, Enterprise E with uh, its Borg battle technology because the Borg are a big enemy in it and everything. So.
0: Everybody's a big enemy post Deep Space Nine. Yeah. You got the Borg showing up, you got the uh, the the. The goopy people showing up. You got the lizard <laughs> people that are controlled by the goopy people. You got, I mean, it's just bad news all around. Gamma Quadrant, Delta Quadrant, Beta Quadrant. Hmm. Where's the.
1: Uh, Elite Force is also available on GOG, uh, but not talking about Star Trek, just saying uh, Witcher is uh, available there if you want to play the first game uh, so you can get through all three games uh, and have more witcher
0: experience. Yeah. More Geralt of Rivia experience. Uh anyway, it's out there, it's streaming. Um man, I don't know, is there anything else that's out there like, you know, finally everyone's just now starting to watch uh Don't Look Up, which I reviewed that like when it was I've been theaters. seeing everyone's
1: Facebook post about like, oh, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Um I watched that Harry Potter special, you know, and um, since we already talked about it a little bit, it was on HBO Max. It's the HBO Max thing. Um, they did really big production value. They rebuilt uh, some of the sets and things for it, like uh, Gringotts Bank and um, some of the halls in... Um, the castle and, and, and all of that there in uh, Hogwarts and stuff. Uh, and they bring back all the actors and have them interview. Why didn't they just
0: go to, like, Universal Studios? Like I said, the set's are already there. Yeah. Just like, sorry, we're closed for the day. We've got Harry Potter here, so... I mean, maybe they
1: did. I don't know. I've never never seen what the whole thing looks like, like.
0: Hogsmeade's pretty dope.
1: Yeah, but it, it's actually pretty good. And they talk to uh, all, a lot of the actors, directors, all sorts of people to get... Um, Sort of the you know the inside track. Twenty years later, um, and it's it's a pretty interesting thing. Actually, they did they did pretty good with it. It was do better any than of them the, do magic. No, but they talk about it. Like Helena Bonham Carter talked about how she was the one that actually got to perform real magic on set because uh, they told her she needed to like point her wand at Hagrid's house, and as soon as she did the spell, they would press the blow up thing. So she was the one person that they got to point their one and have some. You know, that's
0: got to feel pretty cool. Like, oh, she said
1: it did, and it was like actually pretty scary when they did it. Like, uh, bam! Whereas everyone else was like, yeah! And then yeah, it was like, they're like, cool, it's CG. And they're like, okay. But hers, they're like, point
0: it and we'll press the... the we'll Everything will explode. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. That's... That's what making movies is about, you know. Well, and they
1: talk a lot about that, about the uh, practical effects used, especially in the uh, first couple of movies and stuff like that. So.
0: Well, when you when you go back and you know you 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 talk to or watch behind the scenes um, making of movies that were really high in practical effect value, like like Jurassic Park is one of the big classics where these these reactions you get from the cast that make this make this movie so timeless um you know and you're like my god they're looking directly in the face of this thing and it looks real and it's there it's because the shit was there and it was scary and a lot of these actors and these children were like terrified they're like okay well uh take one action and then a giant eyeball that none of them were prepared for like comes in front of the 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 jeep i'd be terrified too
1: yeah Mm -hmm. like the tale of uh you know uh, vince's least favorite movie goonies where they uh actually sent them down the water slide and into a set none of them had ever seen before so when they f- when they fall into the water and like and turn around and, and all it's the kids when turn really around ship, yeah and, and they like, see the pirate uh-huh. ship yeah and it's like real excitement by a bunch of kids on set uh, but they, like, put him through a water slide for real and then had him uh, view the ship for the first time for real. That's pretty uh, cool. That's pretty cool.
0: I mean, and, and and practical effects, you know, one of the things when, when you see a movie where it's so CGI heavy, the eye lines, are, I mean, they they work so hard. And a lot of them do a pretty good job. But it just it, you can always tell tell that just something is not there in the room with them, you know, and and. And I don't, he, there's just never, the, so far hasn't been a good replacement for, you know, uh, you know. they've got the motion capture where it's some dude in a morph suit with balls taped all over his face. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, it just doesn't, it doesn't just, you can tell. You can just, you can feel it.
1: And said the Goonies, he doesn't hate the Goonies, just doesn't want to marry it. So what you're saying is that Goonies are good enough for you.
0: I don't know I think we've been changing him the years that he's been listening to us babble about (laughs) old movies and then eventually bringing up the Goonies we're just he's just he's just drinking the Kool-Aid. Um, let's see. Velvet Santa says they need to bring back the Jim Henson workshop. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Jim Henson stuff that needs, I mean, that's still a thing. I mean, they did the the dark crystal. The Jim Henson studios are still, still alive and kicking. Um, I mean, one of my my friend Haley Duke works for Jim Henson studios, uh, doing puppeteering or puppet puppagineering in puppeteering. I don't know how they did. Well, we just
1: talking about someone with a, that made a Ludo coin, uh, and they were, it was good enough that they were accepted by. Jim Henson Studios. Was
0: that the people here at Shire Post Mint? Yeah. Yeah, my buddy yep. Woody. Shout out to um, Woody over at uh, Shire Post Mint. I went to high school with this guy. Um, really cool dude. Uh, Shire Post Mint. If you don't know anything about them, give them a completely free ad here. Uh, you can check them out at shirepostmint.com. They are based right here in the Ozarks, uh, the Ozark foothills. They just moved into their new studio. They make all kinds of really cool licensed coins. Um, they did a lot of licensed coins for Game of Thrones and for you know a lot of other fantasy. Um, Lord of the Rings. Lord Shire of the Rings. Post. Yeah, yep, yep. they actually built the whole Shire round. They have a round door on their studio and stuff. Um, but they're really, really cool guys. Uh, definitely support their support their store if you like um, movie memorabilia. It's not all movie memorabilia either. They 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 mint their own coins, and and actually, if you ask them nicely, they'll do custom coins. Like they were actually going to do my pinpoint uh, tokens, but he was just he couldn't get the cost down because I mean they're so artisanal. He was like, I can't get the cost down any lower than like. St- 50, All of the dollars. 52 yeah. cents per coin. And I was like, well, I'm going to be selling them for 25 cents. So that math doesn't work. And he's like, well, well fair enough. Um, but we have been talking about doing some commemorative coins, some pinpoint coins and stuff. But anyway, Shire Post Mint, check them out. They're really cool. Friends of the drive in speaker box. And uh, we were not paid for this message. <laughs> so, um, what else, man? Um, what did you guys see? It's kind of a uh, slow week, man. It was, was a slow week. And I don't have any brandy here in the studio, and my Malort is so far away, I'm trying to use the Force. Um, You don't need that. No one needs that. What do you mean I don't want that? What if I do want that? What if I I really want that?
1: that. That's what I said. No one needs that.
0: Well, no one needs a lot of... No one needs any of the shit that's behind us, but...
1: Oh, hey, there's a Turbo Man back there. No one
0: needs that. There's a whole movie about everyone needing that. Everyone wanted it. Wants and needs are two different things, my friend. Um... Velma Sen asks about collector collectors plates. Is that like? Is, have we collectors plates are a really interesting thing. You remember it was um it was either uh, um the, the the Franklin Mint I think maybe it was and there was these commercials all the time uh, on TV usually daytime television aimed at Betty White's where they'd be like and you too uh, each month can get a new collector's plate with some bullshit uh you know and it would it would be you you just get one in the mail and they make those little plate hangers like who who that was born after 1970 collects collectors little collectors plates or those little fucking spoons you know you know the little spoons like who who are these people and when are they all get, like is there is there like some some illuminati of like uh, some some conglomerate of, of Branson interested like tourist trinket manufacturers where it's like little thimbles, snow globes, little tiny spoons, collector plates, um, all that kind of shit and those like you know that the, the grandmas have. Like what are they gonna do when all the grandmas die? Or do do just human beings when they hit like age sixty five or older just go, God, you know what I need? Collector's plates. Like how does that work, man? Jake, do you collect? I mean, or are, 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 are all the collector plate businesses going to go out of that? Like, that's got to be a huge economy. Like, that's a lot of jobs.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> a lot of jobs producing collectors plates. If I mean, if that was the case, they wouldn't be that collectible,
0: right? No, none of this shit's that collectible. They're all made in factories. Um, it's just we get tricked into thinking they're collectible. Um, so. Um, Logan, over on Facebook, says everyone needs Malort, so that encouraged me to go up to my shelf and get my bottle of uh, delicious Jepson's Malort liqueur.
1: Delicious is a word
0: that
1: is inapplicable. What? <laughs>
0: You're so wrong. You don't want any? No. Nah. Yeah, well. Um, Let's see. Cosmic Drew says, oh, yeah, we see those at estate sales to sell on eBay here at the office. And, I mean, somebody's buying them, but, like, how long is that market going to stay viable? Um, You know... I think
1: ones that are... that have a subject matter that's collectible itself, like Star Trek or Star Wars or something of that nature.
0: Well, I mean... Says an old lady to another old lady, like, you know, these plates are only going to go up in value. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, at a certain point, there's a, a threshold of, of demand that you're going to completely destroy. Um, you kind of like, you know, I, I wonder about things like Cracker Barrel and Branson. Um, you know, I just don't understand, like, Cracker Barrel. Uh, especially with their their difficult past and that they've had, uh, uh, you know, historical inaccuracies and in racism and the like. But but they make some fine the biscuits. restaurant, not the cheese. Yeah, not the cheese. That's completely different. That's not even related to the restaurant. I don't. Right, think. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's craft. Um, it's it's like Disney. It's like Winnie the Pooh you know um just because you got an old a silhouette of an old man sitting in front of a barrel doesn't mean it's the same restaurant um but you know i mean I, i i like going to cracker barrel it's weird you know, I thought only old people liked it, but I kind of like it because, I, I mean, those old people were in my life. So am I going to get become an old people and pass that down to, like, a younger generation of, like, dragging my, uh, like, young people with me to Cracker Barrel? And they're going to go, you know what? This reminds me of my grandpa. And, like, forever grandpas get dragged in by their grandpas. And it's just this endless cycle of people, like, getting wrapped into old people shit. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, seriously, how do I'll, these I'll eat anywhere that got French toast, is all I'm saying. I just so. want to know how these things that old people like stay. Stay. How do they stay? Or Brahms. Who grocery shops at Brahms? Somebody does. I know. Who are these people? I mean, a lot of people go, who eats at Arby's and keeps that place over? Me. Well, me. I eat at Arby's. <laughs> and Look at
1: what I got for Christmas here.
0: Did you get an Arby's? Thing? An what? Arby's condom in your wallet? No,
1: dude, I got an Arby's gift card. Oh, hell yes. I wish it was a lifetime Arby's chart card like Andrew WK has for Taco Bell.
0: Well, you heard that the... Um, uh never-ending Pasta Pass uh, by Olive Garden. I think about discontinuing that promotion. Um, but I they only that was sell... Still a yeah, they sell a limited amount of them once a year. I was a Pasta Pass holder... First year. The very first year. I don't know how we managed to get one of those cars. It was like we had we had a room full of people. I was on stage, and we had a room full of people trying to refresh the page and, and get me a Pasta Pass. And one, one of our, our fans got through, and then I paid... <laughs> for the pasta past and had it for a whole year. Um, that was that was a a, a very carb heavy year. Um, but it was it was delicious. And it's really not a lot I mean, you have to go so many times to pay for that pasta pass. And I was I, w- I went to I went to Olive Garden every week um and ju- because that's what that's what the math required of me to pay for that pasta pass because that thing was expensive as hell. Um and I would always get the f- the add ons like you always get the the Italian sausage or the add add uh, grilled chicken because that's like an extra two dollar up charge. So you got to make sure that that pasta pass pays for itself.
1: Oh, Vince through movie pass card. Oh, why would you do
0: that? You got to frame that. That's collectible. Uh, you want to hang up a collector plate? How about a collector membership cards? People sell their blockbuster cards online now. Really? Like, yeah, dude. Blockbuster block. You. I, I've been trying to find a a blockbuster like uh, VHS box, and uh, they're on eBay for like a thousand hundred dollars. It's crazy. Um, Drew says he's about to make some Alfredo. Might start it up early. Yeah, because when you hear your family. Um, I don't know. Um, they'll to ask how much a lifetime CC's card would be. I mean, if you're going to do a lifetime, usually the way those things work, you get one a week. That's that's if they if the if, if you win something. Like one time, I won free burritos for a year in a burrito eating competition at Kidoba and uh, <laughs> what. <laughs> It was the 2010s. What can I say? It was a wild time, um, but I I, 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 came in. I, I, came in almost first place. Like, like eight black beans fell out of my. They did it by weight, and I had more black beans on my plate than the than Ryan, my opponent but um but he won because i mean he deserved the win because he sat down and had a pitcher of beer afterwards and i sat down and needed an enema and a stomach pump but um <laughs> but i got a year's worth of free burritos but the way those surprises usually work is you get one a week like it's like a a coupon card where you get one every week that you can go and redeem so for for a year so i got like you know 50 burritos or whatever it was and um it's pretty cool but like after you eat yourself sick of burritos the last thing you want to go do next week is go eat some burritos
1: like how you ruined chocolate covered cherries for me which was a gift i got every christmas <laughs> i'm not knocking that why not <laughs> because you ruined it for me
0: yeah well how many boxes did you get for christmas this year because i got two i got zero i'll give you one of mine <laughs> <laughs>
1: so uh that was santa said that uh they have some uh, uh uh blockbuster cases we can have blank one and it's space cowboys
0: Oh heck yeah! I I'll put that, it up there. In the background, yeah. I want a blockbuster VHS box. Um, yeah, we need, but we need like a PO box uh, here, and we're gonna we go like S- send us your gifts at PO box four two three. You know, like Scruff McGruff or whatever. Always had a PO box. I've always, I had a PO box once, and I never checked it. It's a lot of, it's a pain in the ass. Um, I hate going to the post office. You
1: can do it any time. They keep the doors open for the P.O. boxes.
0: I know, but it's just like not my house. Hmm. Um, Velvet Santa said he had the Demolition Man screener VHS in it. Ooh, screener copies. Those are always fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything else really to talk about. The box office, I would go over to the box office, but it was a weird one because it was over a new, that was like, the new year slash month, you know, holiday. And they don't really have all of the figures, um, figured out, but I'll tell you that, uh, Spider-Man made a shitload more money. and was number one. It made almost $38 million again mm-hmm. this week at the box office. So, uh, taken, I think it's just about to top black Panther from earnings, um, which was pretty huge, uh, in terms of Marvel. They, um, <clears throat> Vince says they stopped doing the 24 hour PO box for him, more trying to destroy the USPS. Um, yeah, USPS is a weird a weird predicament if you break down because it's not necessarily a government agency, even though it is you know, a .gov and uh, they're government employees technically. But the USPS is not paid for by tax dollars, which is contrary to popular belief. Um, but that's a whole episode that has nothing to do with movies, so we're probably not going to get into that one. Um, it could have to do with The Postman. And that's why there's
1: an apocalypse, and that's why it's so important for him to deliver the letters. There you go.
0: It all comes back to movies eventually, and that's why we're here. Uh, but you can always send us an email at driveinspeakerbox at gmail.com, or you can message us on any of our social medias over on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook. Um, yeah, we do, the, we do this every week, guys. And, uh, you know, January this month is probably going to be a lot more conversational. I don't know if we're going to be doing... Um, Our worst of 2021 list. You know, I know some of you guys have asked us for it, but um, I haven't really gotten around to making that list. I mean, it would just really require an afternoon of um, sitting down and taking notes over the year and then another afternoon of scrubbing through movies that I didn't want to watch because I can't put anything on the list that I didn't watch. Mm. So we will see if sometime this January we'll do a worst of... um, 2021 page I, I i don't know it'll be chock full of stuff that we've probably already made fun of on this show um yeah vince says speaking of postman i heard they're gonna remake Waterworld. i hope not the first one was great it just cost too much it's not bad i mean i don't like kevin costner i don't i'm and you can whoa 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 all you want i think kevin costner sucks um that's a bit much I mean, he's always Kevin Costner, and like, I don't really like Kevin Costner the guy. Um, He's not that cool to me, and so like having Kevin Costner in a movie doesn't really like. I mean, The Rock is The Rock in every movie, right? He's not like acting; he's The Rock, and but The Rock is cool, and so you're like, all right, I like seeing The Rock in this because everybody likes The Rock, and um, but Kevin Costner, like, what are you bringing to the table, dude? (laughs) Like okay, you know, ten cup. Like, wh- what do you want? Like, Dances with Wolves, I guess, was pretty good. The yeah, Untouchables. Um, I mean, eh, he was like the worst part of the Untouchables. Like, Field of Dreams. Oh, get it? You built it. Like, it's baseball. Um, I don't know. I I, I just I just don't I don't get Kevin Costner. I don't understand it. Um, uh, what, what is there something else that I'm missing that was just like a, such a great I mean Robin Hood he was the worst part of Robin Hood <laughs> like yeah thank God for Morgan Freeman and Christian Slater right what
1: nothing dude you're such a Christian Slater guy
0: Christian Slater rules what's
1: wrong with Christian Slater nothing man like what a what a comeback He's Broken Arrow is a kick ass movie
0: because of Christian Slater yeah. yeah, But, you know, I mean, what a comeback. This dude, like, disappeared for a long time, got out of the biz because he lost his, like, attractive good looks and charm. And he kind of pulled to Brendan Fraser and was like, yo, I'm still around and I'm not attractive anymore, but I'm still a good actor. And, um, and he's, like, had a whole new. You know, I think Mr. Robot brought him really back out of the out of the the the, the 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 pits. He was making some movies, but no one cared. And then Mr. Robot, and he just knocked it out of the park with Mr. Robot. And like, dude, Christian Slater's cool, man. It's hmm. a cool dude. It's cool not, dude. What's that radio movie? Pump up the volume. Yeah. You have never watched that one. I'm never just on my Slater kick. Oh, you should! It's a good movie. Um, all right, guys. Well, um, we somehow managed to talk to you for an hour, uh, so we're probably gonna call it call it quits this week and get ready for next week. Um, I'm not sure if I'm gonna check out the three five five. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Probably won't. I've gotta. I've gotta go uh, pick up. Oh my gosh, I gotta go pick up a. You're gonna dig this. I'm picking up a new pinball machine. I'm driving to Kansas City on Friday. And I'm picking up a pinball machine, which is on my top ten all-time pinball machines, and it is based off of a movie. You know, not all pinball machines are are based off of a movie. Broken Arrow? No, it's not. It's not Broken Arrow, and it's no. Uh, Twi- uh, Velvet Sand on Twitch says it's Ghostbusters, not Ghostbusters. But who knows what evil lurks yes. in the hearts of men? Yeah
1: yeah dude the shadow only the shadow knows that's right yeah Yeah. you're supposed
0: to finish that yes i'm going to get a shadow pinball dude
1: sick doesn't it have the creepy biting knife thing yeah
0: and the knife's on there and it's got like a pistol grip like launcher and it's all like art deco 1930s 40s themed and i am super pumped um gonna go get that this Friday and it'll probably make its way down to pinpoint in the next month or two I'm gonna bring it back to the workshop make sure it's all cool and tricked out and um, I'm pretty excited about it because um, it's a pretty cool movie it's a pretty cool radio program um it's just the shadow's pretty cool, man.
1: The shadow is cool.
0: So anyway. All right, guys. Well, um, we'll be back next week. We're gonna talk to you about movies. You can always like, subscribe, share. Please do all those things. Um subscribe if you're on Twitch. That's cool. You can unlock those fun emotes like like Vince was playing with earlier in the program. Uh Drew has says, Have a great night, guys. Until next week, or when I seen hallway, thanks to our our downstairs neighbor, uh Drew always tuning in. Um Everybody out there in the comments, we appreciate you guys tuning in, and we will see you guys next week. I'm your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. I'm Slick Doggy, the Grip. Adios.